the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 293 of the Heart of LAC podcast. First, we're definitely going to call it adversity, as you see our buddy uh, Tony here making it happen. He's screeching in, getting ready to go on the pod. I am here with you tonight. No Araceli tonight. It's a late one for her. And uh, Bam, of course, is under the weather. All prayers to Bam on a speedy, speedy recovery, man. I know he's he's battling with it. So send your love, guys. Definitely send your hugs from from a distance and hopefully we get this guy up and running and back to us soon but uh all love man we miss you man uh you might see him in the chat it's all good definitely talk to the man uh but we're definitely going to get into it of course breaking breaking news um i'm just going to jump into it san diego is our new mls neighbor it's legit uh, i got a chance to hear a little bit from jerry today we're going to get him on soon enough to to talk about it it's it's pretty wild to see how, how quickly this is going to come out 2025 is on um supporters all that stuff they've got a lot to deal with of course because loyal is there and they got to figure out how to how, win the hearts and minds there of course there is the familiar face of tom penn uh running the show down there uh he kind of gave us a little bit of a, a slight so we're going to give him a hard time that's for certain but uh for me, you know, I have a lot of love for Tom. So, uh, yeah, we you could definitely get into that one uh, within the comments with you guys. Uh, but otherwise, yes, that's the big news. The other news, of course, uh, that we saw was uh, our good boy Sifu uh, could potentially be going to Glasgow Rangers. I think there's something in that. It sounds pretty legitimate from what we're hearing. Um, it the messages are all over the place. So if it does happen, it sounds like a logical move. We'll see what happens. I see Tony is on right now. Tony, you ready to jump on, sir? Yes, I am. If you guys there he is in the mix. Tony, how are you doing tonight? I am doing well. Um, was was supposed to be doing something else, and then unfortunately had to. Not fortunately, but I was ha- happy that I was there for my friend. And just listening to him go through a hard time. So there was rushing here. If earlier, most of you didn't see, but I was rushing through the pod and running through with my phone while in my car. Oh, yeah. and not in my car. I'm not saying I was, but I'm not saying I wasn't. We were going to have fun with that and kind of show you guys a high speed chase while I cover a podcast, but we decided to be nice to Tony on this one. So there's that. Um, so back on the, the, seafood of glasgow thing brother what do you think man um honestly if they just at this point i'm glad i'm glad he's going to a a a team that he needs to go to uh hopefully it works out and also it's just like you know i mean i know a lot of people in the lac community do not like the way he's been playing the recent in recent times so Hopefully, it's it's a win-win situation for everybody in the you know with everything. Yeah, I mean there has been a drop off. We've seen the drop off. We've seen the struggle. There's been some chemistry stuff going on, and we'll cover that when we talk about SKC because he was one of those examples as why right. And, and we'll talk about that. Get into the stats. Get a little heavier with it this episode. Uh, but yes, definitely, um, he needs a change of scenery. We know this. We know what he's capable of. I think if he goes to Rangers, he will shine over there. I don't doubt that for a second. This was one of those cases where 
he need a challenge, right? And he needs the challenge. So I fully support it if it happens. Again, what we want to see is him lift a trophy with this before he goes, another trophy with this before he goes, and then I'm good with it, man. Let's have that moment with Sifu, the, the proper send-off, and then it, it, it's all good, man. Let it happen. Uh, and so I think he's earned it. I think he's, he should get the shot if it is available and the price is right. Fire away. Make the move. Uh, fan, uh, Tony, did you want to jump into the uh, conversation about San Diego or we're going to let that go till we get Jerry on? Jump in, the, in the, <laughs> the other couch. The other one. And I'm going to leave this Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shane's in the profile there. He'll come back on in just a moment. He's getting a little more stable connection. But, yeah, basically, I said, we'll talk about San Diego as it as it presents itself. And maybe we'll even get Tom on here to talk. Uh, he, he ain't above that, man. He, he's cool. So we'll see how that works itself out. Moving on to it, of course, was the frustrating draw, draw against Kansas City. Of course, we went into this. They're the last place team. We're basically the, the hottest team in the league. Haven't lost the game at home. Haven't dropped a point at home, thinking this would be a pretty strong situation. Definitely, we talked it up about who their roster was going to be with Araceli, telling you who was available, how they were getting healthy, and, of course, how that could be a danger to everybody. And it was. Um, of course, the game did, did draw 1-1 uh, for big reasons why, right? Buanga saving the day and Johnny Russell, of course, now healthy, making trouble for us. We said he was going to be trouble. He proved to be trouble yet again. Now, um, looking into the match itself, the lineups were pretty straightforward as to what we thought they would be. For Kansas City, Pulido was up top. Russell was on the right. Uh, Shallowy was on the left. No shock there. Central midfield, uh, Redosha was ready to go at central mid, of course. Tommy next to him and Walter. Yeah, we knew this was going to look this way. Backline, Fontas and uh, Valencia with Davis as a right back and Ndembe as the left back. Of course, the big change was the backup keeper. McIntosh had to play this game. It's the first time he's faced us. Uh, I will say now that he did definitely did fare well under, this, under the circumstances. Now, our roster was almost what we expected. We kind of played, predicted it in a way. Uh, Jakubowicz did get the start uh, after seeing what happened to McCarthy. Wasn't a big shock there that we had this. Long and Maldonado was our central defenders, which looks like they're going to be our central defenders for a few more games. Let's hope they stay healthy so we make that happen. Uh, it's looking like we're a little thinner than we expected in that position. And again, when Tony gets on, we'll get a little bit deeper in the in the weeds with that one. Uh, it looks like Tony is ready. So so here he goes. Tony, welcome back with the popper stream. <laughs> yeah, so I know you jumped on. We were talking about the uh, lineups for the other guys and, of course, our guys. And, of course, the story was the center back situation of Long and Maldonado. And we've been talking as if this was an option. Mm -hmm. It's looking like it's not an option. It's looking like that's the requirement for the time being, right? Yeah, of course, because we, as most people saw, like, Chiellini was – in the, it was in the stadium but as a fan watching and celebrating with everybody else with the score and then mario i actually did see him training he was training he was running around so there was training around the way the same way mm -hmm. we, saw, when we saw max when we were pre up i saw him running around and stuff like that so he's in shape but just getting i think all the kinks out of it while uh, of course you saw keelini just in uniform in like suit and tie yes and and Certain 
sources that we found so far are saying that there's the chance that both of them won't be ready until June. Uh, like yeah. the first week of June, which is a little scary seeing the, the schedule come up, which means that it's basically the Maldonado and Long Show for from here on out for our entire process uh, to, to win this thing, um, at least the first tournament, and get through an Open Cup match. Uh, tough on them. Of course, there are some other defenders that can shift in, but they're not the natural role, so it's a little tough. Now, we were saying how Hollingshead... Yeah, definitely was fatigued after the last match. Palencia did get the start in this game. No surprise for us there. Palacios was the solution because he's the only option. Uh, midfield, though, of course, was Tillman, Sanchez, and Sifuentes. Mm-hmm. Top, Opoku, Vela, Boanga. I think in our debates back and forth, there wasn't much of a difference in this except, you know, the Sifu situation. Does he get it or not? Of course, Acosta, now we're finding out, really was hurt. Um, and it, it, he might not be available for this weekend as well as we preview the next match, uh, but it is necessity that Sifu plays. So that is where it was at for the lineup. Now going into the highlights of this thing, uh, very, very interesting development, very early development. And I'll just say this as, as Tony gives us the highlights, both teams conceded on their first shot against. Mm-hmm. It's wild, right, Tony? So what, what went down, man? So in the first, in the 13th minute, um, Dennis Boanga assisted by Opoku, a uh, right foot shot in the in the center of the box and the to the bottom right corner, and you know we were thought okay this is how it's gonna go we'll see how it moves forward and then not even seven minutes later in the twentieth minute, her the one that always is a thorn in our sides when it comes to Kansas City, Mister Johnny Russell, with a left footed shot, left footed shot at on the left side of the box to the center of the goal assisted by a uh, Walter. Um, he megged uh, Palacios and was catching along playing catch up. And at first uh, from the replays and rewatching, I thought he megged uh, Jack Pokic, but it kind of, it went into the quote unquote, I would say like, f- like more of the side and went between his body and his arm. And that's how he scored the goal. Overall, those were the highlights of the goals. The more prominent, highlight of the whole game which we were all saying afterwards was the refereeing the refereeing was the star of the show the player of the match the you know player of the week whatever you player of the month for this game because he one didn't control the game two when you touch somebody and you fouled them it was and no they fouled you you actually fouled them there was many high, many high kicks that were in dangerous plays. Eventually, Hollingshead did get kicked in the head near the end of the game, where it was very dangerous. No call right there. Um, the only one that was very unfortunate was, but a beautiful play was uh, Hollingshead's goal was called back because of offside uh, on Bogus, uh, even though it was a nice uh, back flick. But again, star of the show was the bad. At ref- uh, officiating and we let them know they even drowned us out in the live stream in on the stream from apple tv when we started booing them they literally cut any mics that were near the fans and just try to make the announcer sound a little bit louder for because of all the booing well i mean it's becoming ridiculous now i'm not i'm not excusing the result because of the referee but this referee villarreal i don't think there's been a single game where he has been straight with us it's always been questionable there's always been an issue, right? Um, I'm hoping we get a game where he is level, 
but it just doesn't seem to be the the, the way, right? He just seems to see things differently when we play. Uh, it's very unfortunate. I think he called one where we, a player completes a shot, and since he bumps in, he calls a foul. I, I, I don't know. It's a little bit strange to me. I don't get it. Um, for me, I think the, the bigger part of this game happened to be more with the players that we had on the field and their performances on the day and guys just not getting to where they needed to be. I think that was my big concern. Um, I'll just say it right now, Carlos Vela had a rough day. Um, not his usual uh, prodding runs, a little bit more standoff. Yes, he was making some decent passes, but nothing incisive, nothing nothing with killer instinct in this game. It just didn't seem that way. Even when he tried to get you know open with the left foot and do something, the step wasn't there. It was just, yeah, the, it was, something was lacking. Um, even if you break it down to the statistics and his play, you'll see that as well. He had only one shot attempt all game. One, I know. And it wasn't accurate. It was not on goal. Uh, 42 total touches, one of three on dribbles. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, really, just nothing where he was challenging in. Is it fatigue? What's you know what's going on? Crosses were were incomplete from him as well. Only one completed. Um, even long balls, he was one of two. Uh, the numbers just don't didn't support him on the day. He wasn't getting what he wanted out of it. Um, it could you could tell uh, it was a rough it was a rough day. Um, the other name that stood out, of course, and we keep mentioning it, is Sifu and his situation. Um, I remember I looked, I looked at Tony at one point, I think it was halftime. And I'm like, this guy's got a pass percentage of 64%. Actually, mid, half. it was actually like right, like mid second half. When I was looking down, you like kind of showed me like, what the fuck is, excuse my French, what the hell is this? And yeah. I was just like, get yeah. him out. So this whole, like, again, this whole information about him leaving to Glasgow is very good for both parties. I know everybody in the community not just us are kind of like almost sick of the Sifu like experiment of what's going on and everything. And it's just them not executing. And of course it goes back to my old, my old concerns going forward as well as no one's finishing. You know what I mean? The chances aren't finishing. Opoku had a perfect opportune time to, to put the game pretty much, you know, a nail in the game, but couldn't even finish it. He was late. He was slow again. So yeah yeah it's tough it's tough i mean and this is one of those games and you mentioned earlier you cannot rely on one guy to carry you the entire way and Mm -hmm. in this case we had to rely on one guy simply to get a result because it just it wasn't happening now i will say to me that the the guy that did step up in this game and you have to give him credit was a poku he did you know he he put the numbers up he put the work in he's got a 96 pass percentage in this thing um making incursions in the box, doing really well. Ground duels were 7 out of 10. It just The work rate was right with him. The runs looked good. Uh, he was one of the guys doing the job, right? Um, but, you know, when your system is built off of Carlos Vela, right, and setting up Boanga, if he has an off day, it's trouble. It's trouble. We don't have anybody that, to really jump on. Now, this isn't a shot against the young guys that came on. I was actually very happy with some of the performance from our young lads that came in late. Um, Ordaz, to me, uh, was was fantastic from what I saw. Constantly making runs, never stationary, constantly scanning. It was really cool to watch his eyes, where he's looking, where he, he's trying to find something. Um, always knowing where everybody is on the field if you watched him. It was really fun to watch. 
uh, but he has it between the ears and you can see it with him. He'll develop into the rest, right? He's a young, a young player, but I can't put it on those guys because they were creating chances. The young guys were doing things towards the end of this match and, and we're putting us in a position to win. And we were unfortunate that the goal didn't fall because that was one heck of a goal by Hollingshead. Uh, but the substitutions didn't drop us off. To be honest, we did get our chances anyway. It was still happening. Um, Tony, you're looking at this. What are you, what's your takeaway from this match? Honestly, just I'm happy for where, like, again, where LAFC 2 is kind of missing the mark on winning games. The people who we signed to the first team, because I know I know Ordaz and uh, Torres are on, on the first team contracts, even though they haven't been doing it that much in the LAFC 2. You can see that we're developing really well, that there's no drop-off when they're in. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. before, it was going to be like, Oh, Torres is in or Diaz is okay. We're gonna see how these kids play with the big boys. Now it's oh, they're in. They're, it's they're it's it's no longer they're like the kids. They're oh, this is another player we can use off the bench. So they're they know the system. They know how to do everything and the trust in in the kids now. That I don't know how many MLS sides can say that now. Again, that's something new to us that we've been trying to put forward to, and it was always a experiment and a project that we wanted to get to and now this is the fruit of our labor this is these kids that we've signed are the best things again the other thing is just again this we got a point the the happy the happiness the the good process of it is a we got a point out of the game and we thought we can throw away this game b we gave kansas city a point when carson lost so now they're in the bottom so be happy with that um and also this this shows that Kansas City is a great team. This Kansas City is what they need to be. It's just injuries hurt us. And we should know this from what two uh, a year a year before our cup win mm-hmm. when we were hurt by injuries throughout the whole season and Chicho was the only like light that we had at the time. Yeah, you know that that tanked our season. Um asked Seattle last year losing key players. Um, and what 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 costs them, right? In this league, if you you lose key players, you don't have the depth to simply replace them. It doesn't happen. Um, Kansas City, especially. And then I was telling you guys, like a lot of the guys, I was thinking that we would pull away once their substitutions came because I mean they're bringing in guys like Zusi, right? Kinda did come in; he's an impact player, but you're bringing in the over 35s, right? You're bringing in the old dudes. Um, they are a very old team, and you would think that might be a problem for them. You know, and and it, it should have been. It should have been. Um, it didn't turn out. Of course, I'm okay with the Schadenfreude point, right? Put another team in the last place. Let them let them get the wooden spoon, or at least in position for it this early in the year. That's fun, but I'd rather take my three points. I like that a whole lot more. And so it's tough to see. Um, I will say also in the first half we could have had a three nothing lead at one point. A three one lead at one point. Um, Buanga, he had two good chances. Honestly, he put full weight into those, so it's kind of unfortunate. I'll put it at that not, not a missed opportunity. Saves occurred, right? He got stopped on these plays, uh, but still, he got the full weight behind that ball. It just didn't, it didn't find its way in. So that's where our heads are at in this. I don't think got anything else you want to add, Tony, before I throw it at everybody else. Um, hopefully we never have this officiating again. We probably will. We will. Um, it's pro. You know how. It's yeah, yeah. It's, so, 
we just got to move on, focus on San, San Jose, and then get our mindset in cup formation of lose a game, get out. So, yeah, I mean, move on now. San Jose is coming. They beat us once. We'll talk about that in a bit. Revenge is on our mind, but also health is the most important thing. Okay. The other takeaway I could say before I give it to you guys, because there's a lot of comments already popping up. Um, this injury scare we had in the second half with our center back situation really did put it in the forefront or where we're the thinnest right now, which I remember the beginning of the season, we're laughing like, dude, you've got four high paid center backs. Why do you have so many center backs? This is nuts. We'll have five by the summer. Now, you know, (laughs) now we definitely know why Um, we're still breathing because we did that. So again, give it to JT. He created this depth uh and here we go so all right let me throw it out to you guys i see the comments definitely join the conversation make it noisy tell us how you feel do not hold back we enjoy it when you guys throw it out there so uh let's see get some reactions from you guys all the way to the top burke first in the mix says i don't know what was worse the ref turning over hollingshead's goal or manny machado being a co-owner of co-owner of a san diego expansion team yeah, see, I see. I knew the Dodger talk would jump into this because of that, man. You got, I can't help it. I get the rivalry. Can't help it. Um, uh, um, Bert's a Boston fan, so this doesn't really make sense with his rivalry. I think he's having fun with this is what he's doing. Uh, <laughs> but I'll throw it in the mix. Now, uh, yes, Manny Machado's in there. Of course, there's a lot more money from other people involved. I think he's kind of like that showpiece owner. Um, got to add a name, right? I think name recognition is why he's there. Um, and if you know anything about Tom Penn and assembling ownership groups, uh, <laughs> this kind of makes sense. It might not be financial. It may be service oriented in the ownership group. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him in that front. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm just happy they're in it. Um, I feel bad for the loyal, the loyal faithful on this, but you know, progress is what it is. I hope they figure it out and everyone can move forward on this. I mean, USL versus MLS is not a competition. You know what's going to happen at the end of the day. It hurts to say that, but it's the way it is. It's the way things have always worked. Um, It hasn't changed. You know, I don't think you're going to buck the trend in this case as well, especially in San Diego where they're not going to be able to support more than one team. They can barely get by on one right now, and they're going to have to change the game to really make it happen. San Diego sports is, is, is tough. It's a tough sell. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, Wolf says, good evening. I see you brother. There you are. Um, Defenders said that agent for Sifu was there. Yes, he was. And again, we've been getting, we're getting some fun messages on the back end. So um, where there's smoke, as they say, uh, Sifu part of our history from smalls Kenobi looking like it. Looking like it. Our brother Bam is awake at this moment. He says time for seafood to move on. I think we're all there. Uh, Small says Ryan was robbed. I'm going to debate with you guys. I don't think he was. Uh, from what I what I gather, it, it was close, but close is still, still offside. Um, there were other things that bothered me on other plays, like him getting kicked in the face. Um, that was a bigger one for me, and it should have been a call. So I just, that one to me is egregious. And how do you, how do you get away with that one? Um, Bam says it's typical he's sick with these types of refs I'm with you 
Uh, Soccer USA says, if you play well and execute your chances, the ref should never be a factor in an outcome. We needed to be sharper. Yeah, I mean, and we identified the players that 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 weren't up to snuff this week. Um, at the same time, though, justice is required here. You know, it's got to be straight. Uh, and Villarreal just seems to always be that guy. Interesting how that plays out. Um, Soccer USA also says, Sifu moving on seems like it would affect Palacios most. They seem... Uh, to build quite the bond at the club. I wonder if Palacios will want to move on soon. Um, I I think we've been talking about it for months with 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 Palacios. Both of them were the were the targets of a move. You know, last year it was that was supposed to be their cup lift and send off, right? And then the World Cup comes and you make money off of that because the player's profile increases, and then it didn't come. Um, and and you know. Everyone that we've everyone we've heard from has already said that you know the offers just weren't where they needed to be to make it make sense for anybody, including the players, to make a move. Um, and that, that Palacios, he's pretty much the big gamer on this, was like, Yeah, I get it, let's do it, let's go win what we want to win, and, and then we'll move on. So his head's been in the right place. And if he doesn't move and see who does, Palacios is is a strong-minded dude. I don't think it will affect him in the slightest if he has to wait a little bit longer. He wants this, right? He's ready for it. I'll be honest. I think he's going to get moved too. Um, we don't know where. I think I, I think it's just in the cards. It's just quietly done because that's how you do business, right? You don't just claim an offer because then it costs you more money. So, yeah, I think I think they're both moving. I do. Um, the first to go that we know about is going to be this one. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, David Day says, after June 4th, we're selling Sifu's depth right now. Yeah, agreed. And remember, we get to open up another young DP spot. At least we, it's sitting open right now. Um, there's going to be some moves. Don't worry. We're not done buying yet. We got cap space <laughs> and a DP spot. We're going to have fun in this, in this, this, this period. We're not just selling. We're buying. So you know how this team is. Uh, Hinchada de LASC says, what's up, guys? Love you're on here, man. Thank you for coming on. David Day looking for the thumbs up, guys. That's that's right. Give us a like. Uh, David also giving his welcome to San Diego. Right. I just love those road trips. They're going to be fun. Get us Vegas, too, and really complete it. Uh, Dave Gomez says, morning from Amsterdam. Morning to you, sir. So happy to have you on, man, following us and doing your thing. And love the stories, dude. It's good, man. Looking forward to seeing you get out here again for a game, dude. Uh, David Day, Buenas Noches from Utah. There we go. You too, David. We got to see you come down as well. Um, exotic Killer. Hey, first time I've seen you on this one. Said thoughts on Siva going to Rangers. I think we've given a pretty good hit. Um, enjoy the journey, sir. I think that's where we're at right now. Is he's ready? We're ready. Um, let's have a high a high moment together, and then yeah, make it happen. Uh, Dave Gomez says, I'm impressed with the youth and bench. Tough schedule, but we got a point, so please not happy. That's right. I mean, we didn't lose. The guys we said are tired. They're definitely tired. There's some knocks that are that are quietly being dealt with, even on guys that are playing. And again, our center back situation is at bend at bend not break mode. They are it's bending as far as it possibly can. Pray, pray to the Lord that they get through this weekend and we keep moving on. Uh because, yes, we need some reinforcements right now. Uh, David Day, Sifu Price, don't know. Just know that it wasn't high enough before, so let's hope it's right now. It obviously sounds like it is. 
uh, David Day giving love to to Palm Pan. Yes, he was a little bit of a a brat today at the press conference. Uh, y'all heard the booze. Uh, but I get it, man. He's got to sell his point, man. He he did so much for us. He, he's got to he's got to have a break at some point here and and show that he's fully committed to them. Um, and again, I wish him nothing but luck. Just not against us, you know. I think that's it. Let them be a superpower as long as they're in second and we're in first. I'm good with that. I'm happy with that. Um, I hope for a good rivalry. I definitely do. One that we get to all travel and have a good time with. Donna on hell says, just tuned in. A night at uh, BMO makes the next day at work a bit more tolerable, even when we don't take all three points. That's right, man. Like wins and losses. We're still standing together, singing, doing the 90, um, getting home. I think I didn't turn in until at least 1 a.m. because you know how far I live from there. So, yeah, it's a long day and a a tough morning, but you got to do what you got to do. It's your team. You love what you do. And uh, just ask Tony right there, who's, 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 you were singing all night. So, uh, you're leading it. So, yeah, it's tough, but it's worth it every minute. Next week will be that story again. So, bring it. Ox is there. Uh, He's up with the seafood conversation as well uh exotic killer looking for the scarf tour that madness back there it needs a good update and the cleaning is what that needs um definitely there's some that that aren't up yet that need to go on so i'm running out of room but that's a good thing that just means i get to cycle more scarves uh yeah uh david day says all california classic sofi stadium kickoff 2025 lafc versus san jose and galaxy versus san diego uh yeah, um, I no, no. I prefer no. home fields. You know, that's I my hate, thing. I hate these stadium. It takes away from what it is. Like, if you want these big stadiums and make the stadiums bigger and like have the Barcelona things, be that team. It's more of a cash grab, and you lose the the essence of what a rivalry and culture is. You know what I mean? Because it's not a like what was it Boca River? It wasn't a Boca River rivalry until once it was out of. Argentina, that wasn't the rivalry. That was just a, at the end of the day, an expedition and a friendly that was for a cup, but it seemed more like a friendly because it's not in the hometown, in the actual stadiums where we set up or they set up. Yeah, no, I, to me, the, the spirit is the home games, the crowd minus Carson, because apparently they, they only want one of all of them. So uh, everyone else, you know, the spirit of it, the traveling support from us. SoFi is a thin field. It's narrow. It takes away from the game. And it won't be settled grass. I'm sure they're going to force us to do this in the lead up to the to the World Cup. Uh, something like this probably going to come out anyways. As much as we complain and and BNM about it, it'll probably happen, dude. Uh, but yeah, I just not the biggest fan of it. It's just the way the way it goes, you know. Um, yeah, home and homes are always the best story. And away days are the best days. Uh, Soccer USA, what are the chances Cherandola will want to be a part of the San Diego club at some point? Uh, his hometown. It is his hometown, but I'm going to say this. There's a better chance of Dola going back to Germany than going to San Diego. At least I think, or coaching the national team before it's San Diego. I mean, I know they have rich owners, but I, I yeah. Uh, eventually he will get there. I think he will, but I think his journey post lafc is going to be grander than lafc (laughs) not not a step down to do something he's already done right he's got things to prove here 
he'd be stepping down to get that for them. He's going to go bigger and better, I would assume, and then probably find his way down there eventually. Would make sense, but just in a while. Uh, Anthony Bernudez says, Robert Fermino to LAFC. Tony, you want to tackle that one, man? We'll see. There's a lot of free agents available, especially with the transfer. So he, he could be one. Isco could Robert, be one. Hamish. Yeah. Young Youth DP. Yeah. We can manipulate it, but who knows? Again, hey, wasn't hey, Jamila can come back. <laughs> if you get Gareth Bale, you can get anybody. So, you know, we all, all, all bets are off, man. We Anything goes, like, honestly. What this club does and what it has done, um, anything is a possibility with these guys. So you never know, man. You never know. Uh, ooh, he says, Isco to LAFC would be nice. So we've had that conversation. I think several times the name Isco has come up, especially from Tony over there. Explain it, Tony. Why do you want Isco so bad? Well, because it's he's part of a team, but he would fit perfectly for the midfield, honestly. Let's just be let's be honest with the midfield depth that we don't, we lack a little bit. That could be a nice veteran presence along with Ilya. And you know, he's already fluent in Spanish, so there you go. There it is. <laughs> hey, you never know. Uh Richard Cueva in the mix. Oh yeah. Uh and Armando, of course, is exotic killer. Just so you want to know, you want to let you guys know as well. So there you go. Uh, David Day does get, disagree hard with the thoughts about SoFi. I get it, man. The spectacle is the spectacle, dude. Um, I just know from our end as supporters, and Tony and I, you know, we went really early that day and were set up crew and had to do the walk through and had to go through what four different escalators and elevators just to get to our section, which was miles away from the field. Um, the quaint, loud madness of home just it just it just wasn't there. It was a spectacle. Um, it's a nice facility, world-class facility. Is it a soccer facility? I don't get that vibe. I just don't. I don't. Not a shot against it, but it wasn't designed for it, and you could see there's blind spots. My take, I know. But, uh, yeah, there's that. And, yeah, I know you did love the double hitter. It was kind of fun, and, uh, you know, rockets regular, right? Uh, <laughs> it was a blast, no doubt, uh, on that end. But, yeah, it has its drawbacks. That's for sure. That's for sure. And, of course, the tailgating situation. What tailgating situation? I miss those, too. And we lose that as well. But, yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. And when the World Cup comes, it's definitely going to be there. And I'll be there, of course. Right? We're going to make that happen. Uh, but, yeah, I, it, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's going to happen no matter what, whether we like it or not. You know, we're going to have one of those crazy spectacle, everybody against everybody situation. Um, but yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Good stuff on the comments. Dig it. Thank you guys for what you've added. There's going to be more. All right. So do not hesitate. Uh, jump on again in a little bit when we get into it, of course. What do we do right now, Tony? What do we do next? What's that next thing? Club and community news. <laughs> there you go. Club and community news. So I will throw it to Tony, man. You have the floor, sir. So again, quick, <laughs> quick recap of a event that's going on tomorrow. Uh, Black and Soul Violent Club is holding the event at Boomtown Brewery on May 19th at 8 p.m. Uh, the DJs will be Soul Libre, Rastagari, Golden Brown, Brown and Gerard, and Moon. I forgot that one. Uh, I 
was running, like I said, rushing to get this done and I should have done it earlier in the day. Um, also, there is a huge tailgate, that huge watch party that's going down for the first round of the Lyon Champions League that has just been announced later today. And it will be on May 31st at the Fox Theater in Panoma, family-friendly food and drinks. And it's hosted by Empire Boys, Cuervos, Panoma... Um, Pomona, 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 please, Pomona. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> D9U, an inland en- element, and then there's another one which is AV Vibo, and I don't know who that is. So, mm-hmm. no, so that will be going on. There will be mark the calendars. The link is in the bio of crew, and most likely D9U, and the other people's collaborating with this huge event. Um, as well as Cuervos are also doing a little give back to the community that they just posted earlier today. Let me bring it up because they put it on the story. <laughs> Alright. So um, they announced that I guess they want to do a farm workers backpack drive. So this uh, sponsor a backpack full of school supplies for children and farm of uh, farm workers in Oxnard for three dollars each. You may also donate supplies at any Cuervos tailgate or watch party from now until June twenty fourth. Um, they'll be pushing the links on their so- on their uh, socials. I will put this. I'll put the link for their so- for that social and everything like that. This is a good way, especially for our farm workers. It's very hard for them to just get them shopping and also it's not that much pain you know so to help them get their kids the school essentials especially as joseph knows how hard school supplies are to get get them get their education so they can you know help their fathers or mothers get out of out of the you know the farms and you know into a nice okay living situation because you know we can be like florida and just be assholes and just ruin their whole economy like they just did yeah that's a podcast for another day but <laughs> i yeah I'm, I'm uh i will say this i have gone on a trip with the cuervos they've hosted this before uh to go to the actual farms uh out to oxnard and do a delivery and we did a gear a essential gear delivery um a couple years back um it was one of the most rewarding things i ever got to do um i i used one, my vehicle as one of the load-in vehicles and just packed that thing up um and everybody else did too and we took the drive out to oxnard um uh, from from north hollywood and uh went out there and you quite literally are in the field um you, you park in a dirt area which is like the turnout area for the field and they they they're working and it, it, they only take a break from work get their supplies load it up and go right back to work again it's that fast um and, and you're on your way uh, but it is insanely uh, uh rewarding and it, it, it's tough when you're out there when you see the conditions that they are in and how much they sacrifice uh physically um to do to do the work that they do for all of us um it would definitely be sobering for some, a wake-up call for others, um, and and something that that you would truly appreciate if you went. So if you can volunteer for it, please do. Um, they need all the support that they can get. Um, I'll do my best to try to make it as well because it was, again, if you can help, help. This is this is one of those things. I think it's it's very important to do, and uh, 
shout out to the Cuervos for getting it going again. And yes. One more news, and this is more community and mm-hmm. community and the pod fan. Congratulations to the Defenders on 250 episodes. Uh, we we all know how hard it is to even get to 100, 200, 250, us with seven ways to get to 300. I know they probably actually there with us with all their also, you know, you know, one, one, what was it? Uh, one night sleeps or one night, one last, oh, one last sleep. There you go. One last sleep. And, you know, all the other interviews that they've done. So congratulations on them. Congratulations on keeping the momentum going. And hopefully we can celebrate some more podcasts hitting big landmarks like these. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, my hope is that the club does appreciate all the work that all these people do on their own dime, I will say, um, for years and years into this thing, promoting promoting what we love, the black and gold. So uh, uh, good on defenders for keeping it up, making it strong, putting in the work and traveling all over the place for the cause, man. Good on you guys for getting it done. Um, here's the 250 more, man. I know you guys are going to do it. So keep it going. Uh, yeah, uh, again, pod fam is tight, guys. It always has been tight. Uh, we've been built on that. Uh, let's keep it up. That's for sure. So good on you guys. Thank you, Tony, for bringing that up. Um, I'll jump on a quick with the uh, LAFC2 vibe as well, since we don't have Araceli. You did mention that, the, you know, the Monarchs. Uh, yeah, I guess that's happening. Still chasing wins. Uh, take a look. If they play the home games, you know it's going to be in Fullerton. We'll get more in depth on the next episode as to where they're at. It's just nice to see the players that have been featuring now featuring for the big team and showing mm-hmm. how much talent we have. So I will definitely leave it at that. Um, I want to jump right into it. Yes, Tony. I was going to say, if you want to watch them, it will be, as RSL said, on LAFC Next Pro's website. So it's free to watch. It won't be on Apple. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to catch, you know, it's going to be on their website for free to watch and stream. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's jump on over the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. Again, you heard about the the, the event coming up. Definitely support it. Support it. Support it. It's tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Uh, so make it happen. But my choice for this one, and, uh, you know, we always talk about the city where of the team we're going to play. Honestly, if it's just stuck with San Jose, it just didn't, it didn't have it, man. So I expanded to Bay Area, and I'm going to do that from now on because that's much more you know cooler and awesome and there's just amazing bands so i'm just gonna go old school with this sly and the family stone is my choice i can't pick one album you can go with stand you can go to dance to the music you can go with fresh you can go where there's a riot going on uh again talk about moving the needle in music just go listen to sly and the family stone and then try to not think of influences all around that band because everyone's copied off of them a bit everyone's taken something from them uh so enjoy the music for what it is so yes sly and the family stone is the choice this week and yes we went old school and i prefer old school so there you go uh all right tony you're shaking your head you know who that is right like come on now okay good that would make me sad if you didn't so there we go wait wait, what band are we talking about i i don't know this band (laughs) gonna break my heart all good man let's go all right let's talk about the preview let's get into it uh we have the return leg we could call it against the san jose earthquakes they're now coming down to us and of course taking advantage of our busy busy schedule to to kind of knock us around a little bit this is going to be another one of those cases where we would love to play them at full strength 
in a nice and open game and, and get to use everybody that we want to do and not risk it. That ain't reality. Um, you know, we got to play these guys Saturday, 7 30 PM kickoff, uh, with a limited lineup because we got a big game in a few days. I know that's life. Of course they bailed on that said tournament by losing to Mon- Monterey FC and we Monterey Bay, but you know, we took care of business there. Now, uh, looking at San Jose, Tony, how are things looking with them? And of course, how are things looking with our head-to-head rivalry? Um, so with the head-to-head rivalry with them, they we have eight wins and they have six wins. Uh, no draws. So this is a kind of flashback to SKC where either we win or we lose. So maybe there's a trend. Maybe there's not a trend. Who knows? Um, as to how they were in the last five ge- or not even last five games, or last game we faced them because we just faced them a game ago. Um, they ended up losing to Carson mm-hmm. uh, 2-1 in, on, uh, recently. And then, of course, as we, we all know, we ended up tying against Kansas City 1-1. So they are the same old, same old. Again, we don't know uh, who we're fielding, so we'll see. We'll break it down of who's available, who's not available. And but I can do can say is the, the total goals compared to them, we do lead them in that goals against. We are lesser than them by ooh, like nine to sixteen. Uh and the goal difference is twelve to zero. And we have a little bit more assist by just one. So we're doing well in all categories moving forward with that. I mean, look, they've had one win in their last five matches. That includes Open Cup. Of that, even though they have struggled the way they have, they're still at five and four this season with three ties. You know, they still have a winning record. They're only fifth seed, which means they're in the playoffs right now. Uh, it's it's not like they're a walkover team. We already experienced that. We've been burned by them already. They caught us. Um, and so we've got revenge on our minds. But again, it's limited and calculated revenge because we, we, we can't we can't get stuck in with these guys. Um, and risk losing players that we just can't afford to lose. It is what it is. We don't want to lose at home. I don't expect us to lose at home. I don't care who we put out there. We always defend our home. Uh, And so it'll be really interesting. Now, looking at the players, again, familiarity breeds contempt. We know who these guys are. First and foremost, public enemy number one, going to be Christian Espinosa. 12 games played, eight goals scored. He's also the top assist man right? Three assists. So you know where the trouble's coming from. The other guy, of course, you got to watch out for is Jeremy uh, Ebavise. He's got 12, uh, five goals in 12 games. Oh yeah, and he also has two assists, so he's on both sides of it, creating problems. Uh, The other name that pops up, of course, is Jackson Ewell, Cade Cowell, um, and then Jamiro Montero um, would be the other name to look for. Now, for us, you know where we're at. We know what's on offer. We need to get better outside of Bwonga. Some other guys got to step up for this game, um, and we're not sure who's going to show up, but that is what it is. Now, looking at injured and suspended players, right now it's looking like we're going to be missing a few that we didn't want to miss this week, but it is what it is. Uh, of course, Max is still out, but it looks like his return is slated for late May. What? This month? Yes, it is slated for late this month. Um, Acosta is day-to-day listed possibly doubtful as of the midweek match we'll see where his health is at 
again, I would say that's a it's a day to day situation. Jesus Murillo, um, according to what we're seeing, is saying mid June return. That's scary, right? We're, we're still hearing like mid, you know, mid June. Chiellini, same story. I, I don't think we can look to these guys for this match. And of course, Tony Leone is out. Um, actually, he's coming back end of this month. So that's where it's at with him too. Again, center back situation is as thin as you can possibly get. So yeah, tough, tough news for us on their side. The only big name that's really missing is Nathan and he's out till October. And then uh, Carlos Acapo, again, it's not going to affect the lineup that we've seen already. That's the truth of it. Um, this is where we're at now looking at their lineup again, don't be shocked to see the exact same thing come out again. They played the 4-3-3 against us last time. When they lost to the Galaxy, they also played the 4-3-3. I know. Um, here's the fun part about San Jose. They're a 500 side, yes. They have yet to win a game on the road this year. They don't travel well. They just don't travel well. And, and that might play to our advantage. Um, what did they feel last time? Of course, Marcin Kalski was in goal. They had Rodriguez and Mensa as your center backs. Uh, Marie and Traco as your outside backs. Grueso, UL, and Montero were the starters in the last one with Espinosa, Ebobise, and Kikanovic up top. A little different, a little bit of a wrinkle since when we played them. Of course, when we played them, uh, Kyle was up at the left up top. Um, you know, the big change there. And then Ewell was in the midfield. So otherwise, Pretty much the same expectation, right? Looking at the back line, no shock. We know who to expect. We know who we've seen. We know the usual suspects that are going to substitute in. They're annoying. They get under our skin. They play it. They play it physical. And at times they make it hard for us. So no big surprise there. Tony, are you expecting any big changes for them? Or if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Ain't broke, don't fix it. They, you know, they feel like they found the formula to beat us, but it's are they really beating us? Or are they really just beating us on our weekend? Is the best way to say that. Yeah, they're the luckiest team in the league, is what they are. Really, mm-hmm. we, at least when it comes to us. Yeah, um, that we just cannot, we cannot play them at our best because, dude, it, we would be sacrificing things that matter a whole lot more at the moment. And yes, I know it's a home game against a state rival. But we all know what the bigger picture is. You know, I don't want to sacrifice any of these guys, but I also don't want to sacrifice our lineup. You know, it's tough. It's a tough ask. Of course, that that brings us to us and what we're gonna field in this game and what we can possibly field in this game. And that's where the, the pain kind of comes in because you know, where where who sits, right? Who doesn't play in this match? How do we keep them fresh? The hardest and most to me, a miserable situation is the center back pairing. Not that they're miserable. It's that the fact that I have to play, we have to see them play because we don't have alternates. We don't. And we're not going to go back to three man. I don't see that happening. No way. Not with the guys that we have. So Long and Maldonado basically have to go out there. They have to grind. I know one took a knock in the last game. Well, he actually was cramping up is what was happening to him. He ran out of gas there. They're going to have to show again. Uh, we don't have any way around that, Tony, right? I mean, can you think of any legitimate alternatives? Mm, like, no, I was like, I had to look up what uh, Diego Rosales plays so just to make sure, because remember, we did sign him for a short-term deal. <laughs> so I was like, maybe he can slot in at this point. I'm like, wait, what does he I play? Mean, 
the two guys that can because they have in the past right mm-hmm. is Ilya. he did it in kansas city i know and then he's in a in a rough situation there right um he has done it before he's done it well right but are you mm-hmm. gonna put him in in that situation um palencia actually jumped in in this game mm-hmm. right and just did it you know got went there to go get the job done but are we gonna see him do this this game in this situation possibly of course on the right back situation hauling said i think would be expected to start in this game i do because he didn't start the last and they like to platoon there and again Plasius is another guy that's stuck in I, I can't see it changing. Do you see anything changing there, Tony? If anything, like with Hollingshead, I feel like it's a 60-minute sub off with him. Same with Palacios. Maybe Palencia plays on the left and does that, and we, like, switch it around. It's Like I said, it's, like, a very hard, like, situation of, like, how do we rotate this? Because, again, our center was, like – perfect we had four yeah. it was a thing that was a thing and yeah. then we lost our wings because that's what we had i remember when we when our left so like we had four to replace them and then the right wing we had four to replace them and now it's just like uh um Dona mayor may as a soccer usa just put out Dona or may bring brown he is a big guy but at the end of the day he's just a, a big body and i don't know how well he is in the system I mean, against San Jose, maybe, yeah. right? I mean, we're running out of options. I think that's the big situation is eventually you're just going to have to take the hit and risk a kid. Like, you know, here's, here's your trial by fire, um, especially if Long shows up and, and he's still feeling the effects of the last game. What do you do? You're not going to get him hurt. Uh, it, it's, it's a scary situation we're in right now. That's our big, big risk of all the field players, of everything that we've got going on. It's coming down that the two guys that we cannot risk the most are Long and Maldonado. It's wild, yeah. but this is reality. This is reality. Uh, midfield situation, again, we got options. We now have options. We don't have to burn these guys. Duenas has proven that he can play in there and do just fine. If you need Bogus to play there, he could play there too. We have options there. Even if Acosta doesn't play this game, which I don't expect him to, again, any knock you're not going to play, we do have young players that can play those roles. We can move guys in, and we'll be fine if we do. Legit. It's the back line. Up top, same story. Vela looked tired. Vela gets a rest, right? I mean, it's not. we're not above that. Mm-hmm. We're definitely not above that. Um, Apoku... Dude's durable. You know he's going to be in and out of this. He's going to feature minutes. Bowanga's going to feature because he's Bowanga and he wants the feature. Um, I, you know, I don't see him getting a rest except for maybe play a half or something or sixty minutes. I think is that number the magic number for these guys? It's thought of as well. That's not too much fatigue. Uh, so you know, question is, what do we do up top? Um, I'll go to you, Tony, on this. What do you think the top line is going to look like in this match? Um, again, Bowanga's for sure. A for sure thing. Like he won't. Like I said, the quote of the day: "If I can play every three every three days, I want to play every three days." Yeah. He's hungry for it. Yep. Um, maybe Ordaz starts. You know what I mean? He's proven that he can handle it up there and just give Vela a little bit of rest and maybe bring in Vela as a substitute for the game. Um, Opoku still young, so you can probably throw into him and or I know it's not your favorite, but Buick to come in. <laughs> 
I mean, real talk, Buke was fine in this last game. He made his runs. He wasn't stationary. He was doing what he had to do. We want more, but he didn't come off as a liability in this last match. I didn't feel he did, as opposed to other matches where he slowed the entire game down because he wasn't sure what he was going to do the minute he got the ball, or he hurried it into something that we just didn't want to see. Uh, that wasn't the story last game. So, again, beggars can't be choosers here. We just we got to do something. We got to keep keep people healthy. We got to get through the next week. I mean that that's really what we're what we're looking at. So, um, yeah, get funky with it. But honestly, you know, after what we saw from Vela last game, um, maybe the man just needs you know some limited minutes here. Put him in as a substitute and let him go have fun. We've seen we've done this before with him this season. So I'll see how we're against it. Right. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, that's how it runs. Um, yeah. Do you think, I think the one guy we know is going to play honestly is going to be Sifu. Like I think at this point he's going to play and start every game until he leaves um, until they're the tough games. Right. So the galaxy, maybe not uh, Leon, maybe not, but why would you not? Right. He's here. Yeah, but then it's like I don't know. You every time we play him, we lose value in him. I know Rangers want him. I think that was Glasgow want Glasgow. Uh, just it's, I've, well, it's what role they see in him yeah. that represents the value, right? They know the quality of the player. Again, I think this is between the ears. I think we all think it is. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he's not motivated. I think it's just a minor frustration and, and a lack of chemistry with the guys we currently have. Uh, but when he goes there, I, you know, it's that new look, right? Yeah, exactly. I love it all. You know, he'll get vintage. He will. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. And it's nothing against him. It's just human nature. <laughs> <laughs> he's still battling, guys. It's just, it's tough. Um, you know. Tillman, I got to say, you know, in the warm-ups, he looked a little bit, a little frustrated in the moment, you know. Uh, still played played well, but uh, he's getting in a lot of minutes. Same with Sanchez. So, tough, tough times. I throw it back to you guys definitely in your comments. I'll, I'll have you guys pop on right now. Tony, shall we do this? Let's get into let's the mix go. of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see where you guys are at. So takes, please. Yes. Hot takes highly encouraged. We need more of them. Let's be honest. So, uh, here we go. Jump on to you guys. Let me see. Bam. I'll just start with him because it's always fun. Um, huge congratulations to Defenders in episode 250. There we go. Uh, Daniel Angel. Isn't Smash Mouth from San Jose? Indeed they are. Uh, yeah, they are. We've covered them before. I kid you not. We have done that one before. So we had to get something a little different. We're running out of it, right? We got rancid down too. So I know, I know. Um, Ox laughing. Jose Bernal, there he is. Good seeing you on here, brother. Uh, Soccer USA, what is actually going on? Chiellini didn't even dress again. Do you remember when he last played? It's been a while. He's injured. Uh, legitimately hurt. Um, and I'm telling everybody, he's day-to-day for eternity. He's day to day for the rest of the season. Even when he's healthy, he's day to day. You know that this is, you know, he's the locker room guy and the training session guy. And if he's healthy to get a game in, a game in, he will. Um, but yeah, I think age is age is what it is, and physically, the, the miles this man has put in um, are are showing this year. That's for sure. 
Um, Jose Bernal is also seeing Sifu's mind in another place. I think we all do. Um, Daniel on Hill, Palencia is our third option CV, huh? He was forced into it this last game when the cramps came up, right? So, yeah, forced into that mix. Um, let's see. Uh, Soccer USA, Dolan Meyer. Ready? Possibly. Possibly. You okay, Tony? I kind of lost you. Yeah, for a second. sorry. No, yeah, that was yeah. like a glitch in the matrix, I guess. I was worried it was me, honestly. I thought we were losing the show, man. Uh, <laughs> right? Talk uh, about adversity. Yeah, oh, dude, it's been all day, yeah. Soccer USA also says, Duenas keeps impressing. Yes, he has, man. I'm really happy with what he's doing, and I do want to see him start. Man needs to start. I'm, I'm hoping this is that game. We need that start from him. I'm with you. Uh, he also says, question, if Dola were to leave LSC, would you prefer Ante or MDS to take over, or would you want a new manager? Man, I don't want to think about it, to be honest. Um, I know Ante and MDS would probably be your logical choices because it's system. It's what John Thorrington wants. It's the vibe. But again, I don't know who's on the shopping list of John Thorrington. I just know don't doubt it because he's been pretty good so far, right? Ooh. Bam, throw this. The referee situation. So we have uh, Ismail uh, Elfath for this one. Ups and downs with him, right? It's a hit or miss with his performances. So we don't know what to expect. I know Bam's got the stats. I think it's a little bit harder for us, but you never know. You never know. Um, We've had our great moments, though, haven't we? Haven't we? Okay. So we'll see. I'm not going to freak out. Uh, Dave Gomez, I want all the hardware. It's time for others to shine. Agreed. Agreed. It's the hardware that's the story, not a random league game in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. We'll get over a loss to, at home against San Jose. I, we'll have a hard time getting over, you know, getting eliminated from the Open Cup by the Galaxy, or or getting bounced out of out of a tournament that that we're going in there for revenge. Right? We want that cup. Right? Uh, we want the Champions League. You're not gonna you're not gonna risk that. No way. Uh, ooh, Bama is going for the Kevin Muscat. He does that all the time. <laughs> the Muscat name always pops up. Pretty funny. Um, Hinchada de LSC says he agrees. Yeah, you know, sacrifice San Jose for the sake of beating Carson any day of the week. Any day of the week. Throw out LAFC2 out there. Let's get Carson. Look, Dolo ain't passed it. You cited in the Open Cup. He won't hesitate if he feels it's you know the guys need a reset, he'll do it. So big questions for this game. I think we're all gonna be probably surprised by the lineup. Do I think it's gonna be the A squad through and through? No way. No way. There's gotta be some rotation. So good stuff, guys. I like it. Thank you for posting. Um, well done, all of you. Good question. Soccer USA, uh, your debut tonight was was impeccable, man. Good questions, man. I dig it. Keep it challenging. I love it, man. It's not even challenging. It's just fun, man. Thanks for bringing that stuff up. Uh, D. Velez pops on and says, hope we get the win this Saturday. We'll be tough with the heavy rotations. Full squad against Carson. That's right, man. That is the proper cycle. Get the A squatted against Carson. They'll get one week of rest before we play Leon. Perfect time period to get ready. That's the proper cycle to be in. Whatever happens against San Jose, meh, right? Move on. We know, we know the games that matter. We know the games that matter. So, yeah, 
with you guys on that. That's for certain. Thank you guys. Well done yet again. All right. So looking forward here, Tony, final thoughts on this match before we get our general final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts on San Jose is hopefully we just, I'm looking for points at this point at looking for points at this point. <laughs> um, just to, you know, one, I want the three just to keep us in that second, you know, second place. Uh, first, we'll eventually get there again. We still have two games in hand because of the schedule. This mm-hmm. we the schedules that we've been getting of uh, moving, progressing in the cup finals to the cup finals into the next round, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, hope like I just don't want any injuries, I want a good game from our boys, and hopefully, the our youngsters can you know show up and show why maybe they should be sold to Europe quickly. Again, you earn your way. Winning cups helps you get there, right? The whole the whole region will be watching um, our matches against Leon. Uh, they've become epic, right? This tournament for us has been one heck of a show. Uh, all eyes will be on that one, that's for sure. So if you want to feature, that's where you feature, right? That's where you get the look-see against the harder competition. You all saw the rankings pop out. I guess we're ranked third in CONCACAF, which is pretty wild. I wouldn't rank us anywhere until we win. You know, I, I, you know, we're the challenger. We got to, we got to act that way. Yes. We dominate our own league. We've done something special to get where we're at, but you got to win the chip to really be considered when it comes to the, the international side of things. So there is that. All right, man, I'm going to throw it right back to you. Now, now I want your final thoughts on the day, man, as you, as you (laughs) skate in to make this show happen and barely survive. And uh, yeah, that was fun watching you come to the the (laughs) day. That was was pretty entertaining. So give us your best, man. What do you think? What's your thoughts for your final thoughts? Uh, Final thoughts is um, make sure you check up on your friends, you know, it's okay not to be okay. Um, I was supposed to be doing a a piece on my chest for today, but things came up where I had to push that back and just honestly hang out and have good conversations so my friend could get better and he can feel better about himself. And, you know, that's what we need to do. It's like those moments is like, yes, things are planned, but sometimes you can push them aside to be there for someone and you know make someone happy make someone smile and that's always been my goal so with you know with band bringing that up and like also like how covid had happened and everything i've been through it's you know that's my goal and i hope it's everyone else's goal is just make someone's day make someone's day smile and make them sure they're okay um get there early i didn't bring in the community news but fan fest is coming back again so if you don't want to hang out with us at the tailgate, which there's going to be a huge tailgate for us. You know, you'll see it. You'll see it when they post it. It's going to be massive. So if we are not scary, I know it seems like we're scary, but if you feel like you just want to be like with friends and family and don't want to like jump into the supporter culture, FanFest is right there. Have fun with that. Um, Drink responsibly. Always, always drink responsibly. So that way you can get home safely. See everyone, see your friends, family, your kids, whatever, your cats, your dogs, your animals, everything, and then live another life so that you can make it to, of course, the Carson game and then put our hearts out into Leon and, you know, lift that trophy. So that is my final say. That is the final say. Uh, 
well said, sir. Uh, always handling, getting the job done, looking out for everybody just as much as he's looking out for himself more everybody else, let's be honest. Um, so Tony needs a hug. Give him a hug, people. Come on. Show some love. <laughs> uh, definitely want to shout out some love to uh, our brother, Bam, again. Hoping his recovery is quick here. Um, longer than we'd like it to be, that's for sure. But uh, you know how he is. He's going to battle through. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, we just can't can't wait to have you on, dude. We miss you on the episodes already uh Araceli again thank you for always stepping up and doing what you do all everybody who's ever been on this show we, we're, we're lucky we always are to the faithful once again thanks for sticking with us tonight i know it was a little bit different but you made it we're ready for san jose we're ready for the next round let's enjoy this journey together of course tradition dictates one final word to be said by all of us uh so tony uh word of the day stay golden los angeles and from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.